Hey, it's Matthew J. Thanks for checking out the show. Do you like spooky, wicked conspiracy histories and stories? Do you like hearing short stories that just make you question, is that true? Then sit down and turn up the volume. All information used in this podcast is protected by fair use. Episode 20, Antarctica and an entrance to hollow earth. I want to wish all my American listeners a happy Thanksgiving. I also want to wish all my listeners worldwide happy holidays. Let me introduce myself. My name is Matthew J. I'm your host and storyteller. I love talking to people and listening about their stories about anything they find interesting. I graduated with a history degree. I enjoy telling stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. So this podcast is about history kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking, is that true? This is the amazing 20th episode, and please reach out to me via the email address if you would like to share a story about your own experience. The email address again is s period w period c history podcast at gmail.com the accounts i will be talking about tonight take place in antarctica the coldest continent on the planet the continent of mystery wonder and curiosity humans and other creatures have had the goals to discover the secrets of this frozen land that today are still unanswered so let us grab a warm jacket some snow boots and a winter hat to get ready for these amazing stories Let us start there and pull information from the Google machine and learn a little history. Stay with me. This is just to give us the backdrop. Antarctica is the southernmost continent on Earth. The geographic South Pole is located in Antarctica. The entire continent is surrounded by the Southern Ocean. It is the fifth largest continent on Earth with 5,500,000 square miles. Antarctica is the least populated continent with 5,000 people in the summer and 1,000 people in the winter. 98% of Antarctica is covered in ice that averages 1.2 miles thick. Antarctica is the coldest, driest, and windiest continent on the planet. This is some good information to help us get going on this extremely cold episode. I was made aware of this story from two listeners, Jack and Katie, out of Newburn, North Carolina. This story is a true historic one, and it leads to a lot of other stories about this frozen frontier full of mystery. The main person of this story is Archie. Archie is a sailor and an adventurer. Archie's favorite animal in all of the world was the Emperor Penguin. Why was the Emperor Penguin his favorite? because this bird of the Arctic saved Archie and about 35 other British Navy sailors. How could an Emperor Penguin save British Navy sailors? Well, in 1912 through 1914, the sailing ship known as the Endurance was involved in an amazing story. It was the summer of 1912, and the crew of the Endurance, led by Captain Frank Worsley, started a journey to Antarctica. 
The trip, per my research, was to discover a passage through the ice to document the continent and any other passages that an icebreaker could use to travel. Well, that trip was a little late, and the endurance began to experience harsh weather. The winter came sooner than anticipated, and the ship became stuck in the ice. Captain Frank Worsley, Archie, and the other crew members were stuck. They began to discover that killer whales were in the area and eating the penguins. The crew, to survive, ate penguins and used penguins as bait to catch smaller killer whales. They began to use the ship to hide from the weather and as firewood. The ice was starting to move, and it was dragging and pulling against the Endurance. After about four to six months, the Endurance crew determined the ship moved about 45 to 50 miles within the ice. It was getting colder and windier. They began to really hit a bad point with the ship. The firewood was getting scarce, and the ship started to be pulled apart by the moving ice. The crew determined that to survive, they needed to make a push for help to the closest whaling station. So Captain Frank Worsley and the crew took off in lifeboats and landed on Elephant Island. Elephant Island is located off Antarctic Peninsula. At Elephant Island, the crew is decreased to 31. Archie and his shipmates wave goodbye to Captain Worsley and four other senior Navy officers. Captain Worsley and the other senior officers use a 22-foot lifeboat to sail 800 miles across the very stormy and dangerous ocean. They make it to land, and it is the southern Georgian island. Captain Worsley and the smaller crew trek 36 hours and make it to the Stormness Whaling Station. After some rest, Captain Worsley returns to Elephant Island with a rescue ship and saves Archie and the remaining crew. Wow, what a story of endurance and great luck. Living in the Antarctic, living off penguins, whale blubber, and wild onions, what an event to survive. But why would people, even in 1912, still want to travel to such a dangerous continent? Was it to find a safer passage through the South Pole? Was it to be known as the greatest explorer of the Antarctic? Was it to find raw materials or minerals to build wealth? Or was it to locate the entrance to the hollow earth? Wait, what? Hollow earth? There are people, even some today, that believe the Earth is hollow and that the North Pole and the South Pole have large cave-like openings that allow passage. Like I stated, some people still today in 2021 feel that the Earth is 800 miles thick and once you break that barrier, you enter inner Earth. Per one of the biggest promoters of hollow Earth is Rodney Clough. In an article dated October 21st, 2015, Mr. Clough had stated that in the center of the Earth is, quote, an interior sun that is divided by day and night sides, end quote. Holy cow, that is blowing my mind. The earliest scientist who believed in the hollow earth theory was Edmund Haley. You know, the famous Haley's Comet guy. He believed that there were two nested spherical shaped shells spinning in two different directions that caused magnetic fields that helped earth stay within the balance of the gravitational pull of the sun and the moon. He then theorized that between the hollow earth and the earth that we know, there could be a space that was capable to support life. That sounds confusing, so let's try to be clear. Earth as we know it spins one way, and the inner hollow earth spins in an opposite direction. Now I'm just dizzy. The hollow earth story started to take off in 1818 when John Cleves Symes Jr. published an article stating that earth was hollow and that the two caves on the north and the south pole would lead to lands that were, quote, stocked with thrifty vegetables and animals, if not men, end quote. Nice. Not only is the earth hollow, now it might have an entire ecosystem? Well, Symes and his supporters pushed for this story to continue, and it makes its way all the way to Washington, D.C. in 1822.
In 1822, the United States Congress voted on funding an expedition with John Cleve Symes Jr. The vote was shut down, but it was not totally dead. The sixth president of the United States of America, John Quincy Adams, was not only interested in hollow earth, but he was also a supporter of the theory. During his term from 1825 to 1829, he tried to use all his presidential power to grant a mission to the Poles to enter hollow earth. Many people and voters of the time believe John Quincy Adams was one of the smartest people in America. Many historians of today believe he had the highest IQ of any president. So why would he want to spend U.S. tax dollars on a trip to hollow earth? It was all about the money. President Adams believed that if America get to hollow earth first, they would be able to establish the first trade routes, first to claim the raw materials, first to claim the untapped minerals, and make first contact with the mole people. That is right, I said the mole people. President Adams and Hollow Earth followers believed that Hollow Earth's inhabitants would be mole people, some sort of human-like being that had become adapted to living underground. They had lifestyles like ants or moles living in caves and passageways that led to huge communities, like an interior Earth Shangri-La. President Adams fought hard for this expedition, but Adams only served one term, and when Andrew Jackson took office in 1829, he killed any trips to Hollow Earth. Well, if that doesn't make your head spin, how about Admiral Richard Burr's account that during his 1947 flight over the North Pole was actually a flight into the North Pole? There is a Dr. Raymond Bernard that believes that Admiral Richard Burr's flight went through the North Pole entrance to the hollow earth and that he came out on the South Pole site and flew 2,300 miles past where he needed to go. Dr. Bernard and many other hollow earth followers stated that Admiral Byrd quoted and reported seeing many freshwater lakes, forests, and mountains. How is that possible? It would have all been ice and water, right? What happened on that 1947 flight? Well, if that's not weird, this is even going to get you weirder. There are people today that believe that if humans do make it to the North or South Pole entrance to Hollow Earth, they will see a nightmare. Inner Earth is ruled by large lizard people, and they are actually the rulers of the Earth. They handpick the people that run countries and to continue to use humans as slaves, food, and even power sources. I'm not making this stuff up. They keep humans on Earth under control by using governments and use war to keep down the humans that try to stop the lizard rulers. Yikes, I hope this theory's not true. What do you think? Do you think that Antarctica is a forbidden zone for humans? Do you think that the dangerous weather and the very cold temperatures is a barrier to keep humans away from the hollow earth, the mole people, or the lizard rulers? Are you thinking, how is this even a topic in science or in the world today? Well, like I stated, it is still talked about as a possibility. There is even an article from March 2nd, 2021 that leads readers to believe that a hole was found. But if you read the Smithsonian Magazine article, it talks about the giant hole and how it opened in the sea ice. It was done by a process known as Polinia. What is Polinia? It is a hole that forms from the result of winds blowing a persistent direction that pushes the ice away from a harder barrier, such as a coast formation, grounded iceberg, or an ice shelf. So the article was clickbait. Got me again. 
I cannot fathom or wrap my brain around an interior Earth. There are places yet on this Earth that humans have never seen or even discovered. But I find these stories very interesting, and that is why I wanted to share them with you. Do you like this podcast? Then we need to thank Anchor for helping to get this podcast distributed. Please share the show with your family, friends, coworkers, aliens from another planet, or any creature you know that listens to podcasts. The show needs your five-star review on Apple to get more listeners, which helps us get new stories. If you cannot do a five-star review, then please, right after this show, share a link of the show with seven of your friends or family members. All of us need a good story to listen to on our commute to work, working out at the gym, walking the dog, or right before bed. Please email me suggested stories or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me again at s.w.chistorypodcast at gmail.com. The show is on Nextdoor app. Please follow the Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Group. Join the group and get the show in a direct line to me to talk about the podcast. I would like to reach out to all my listeners in Ireland and Sweden. Thanks for listening to the show. Also, did you hear me correct last week? The Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Podcast is now on iHeartRadio. Thank you and keep listening to the next show. Good day and good night.